Hey everyone, this is Joe. Yo, Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Hey guys, it's Eric. If I were you, Mr. Goof, I'd seriously reevaluate the way you're raising your child before he ends up in the electric chair. Walt Disney Pictures presents We'll spend some real quality time together, Goofy. And his son, Max. I think I'm gonna be sick. In their first full-length animated motion picture. Uh, it's the comedy that proves it's hard to be cool when your dad's goofy. A goofy movie. Max? A little smoke. Rated G. Starts Friday, April 7th. You're listening to Worth a Late Fee, the podcast where two former video rental clerks watch movies that they may have recommended at one time to see if they still think the film would be worth keeping an extra day or two to watch again, even if it meant paying a late fee. How you doing, Joe? Hang on there, Eric. Hang on there. How about you? Uh, I'm good. You know, still crazy. Still, I guess the good news about everyone being stuck at home is hopefully we can record some more podcasts and we're, we're figuring out the recording from home thing. So that's good. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's working out pretty well. It wasn't as complex as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, that's good. I've, uh, today, I, it, it was crazy. You know how they say, like, if you, you'll think about something and then you'll open up social media and there'll be an ad for it and people are like, how does that happen? Yeah. It, wasn't quite, it wasn't quite that, but the other day I said, because on the Ringer Podcast Network, they started a, a podcast focused on The Wire, which is like one of my favorite shows of all time, but I don't have HBO anymore. I canceled it because uh, just, you know, money and whatever, they didn't have anything going on. So the other day I said to Brie, I was like, you know what, what I would do if I was HBO is I would say, say people think everything's going to go back to normal in three weeks. I would tell people they have three weeks of free HBO, hope that they get addicted to like game of Thrones or, you know, the wire or any of the Sopranos and then take it away once everything's normal and hopefully that people renew. And I was just talking because I wanted to watch the wire. That was really it. And then I got this notification that or Brie got this notification that uh, through Hulu, you can watch a bunch of HBO shows and one of them is the wire. So I've been rewatching the wire, which is so good. So one of my, uh, one of my confessions here is I've owned that Blu-ray set forever, but I've not seen it yet. And I know, oh, I know, I know people love it. Like people think it's like the best finale of all time, but I have to get to that at some point. A lot of people are the same way. And I kind of get it because it's one of those shows where it's not like, it's not like a game of Thrones or something where you sit down and you watch like one or two episodes and you're like locked in. It's, it, you have to, you have to put the time in and it's like a, it's a solid foundation, but it takes a while to build on it. But then once you're in it, and it really is the, one of the best, it might be, it's one of the best shows ever. I hear this, I hear this, you know, it's a slow burn. It's a slow start, I should say, but once you get going, then it's right. very character driven and, you know, no characters wasted in it, which is a rarity. Yeah, and there's, and there's no, there's no real like big stars. So it makes it even more impressive that they did that without any like big, I mean, now like, Idris Elba's in it, but he wasn't anything when he when he made it so it's when that when that came out so it's 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 crazy so and then the other positive thing is and this leads into you can talk about what we're watching but i'll talk about what we're drinking i am drinking i've been i was saying before we started recording i've been people have been telling me to try cloud candy uh ipa from mighty squirrel brewing company here in massachusetts forever and i've like uh, you know for whatever reason i just haven't gotten around to it 
and I picked some up earlier this week because I have to make one run to a beer place like every month now because of craziness. And I grabbed some, and oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. So, you, I just put it on Instagram. You're more excited about the movie, but I'm pretty excited just to drink the beer. And you should tell the story you told me about your uh, scale situation because I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, the first week I was working from home, I, I was like, you know, I was having a beer at night because I, I normally I go to practice and I, I don't have practice. So I was like, oh, I'll have a beer or whatever after the work day, it'll be good. Just one beer. And then all of a sudden I went upstairs and I weighed myself like a week or so into that. And I was like, oh my God, I gained like, I gained like almost 10 pounds. What am I doing? So I went on this crazy diet regimen, which I'm still on, but my wife comes upstairs like two or three days into it. And she's like, Eric, your scale's broken. You dumbass and so she's like nothing's even on the scale <laughs> nothing's even on the scale and it says there's like five or six pounds on there and i was like oh i'm an idiot so i probably did gain two pounds or something but not quite close to 10 or whatever i thought i gained but oh well what do you know so this week i've been so i grew up with a video game called uh final fantasy 7 right it came out for the ps1 in 95 96 i can't remember the exact year but it's been like one of these games that's been requested for years and years and years and it finally released um on the 10th so i've been sinking some hours into that and man it's like reliving my childhood just kind of like, like this movie watching this movie again for the first time in years was like you know it's it was really cool kind of revisiting that game and yeah. that's taking up a lot of my time lately that's good it's gotta have something so, take every time yeah so you, while you're watching the wire i'm playing final fantasy <laughs> cool i um i hope that i hope that no one I, I it, my the good news is I'm watching I've seen The Wire so many times that I kind of just have it playing in the background while I'm doing work, so it's 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 nice because I'll just like when I know a big scene's coming up I'll just like turn over and be like oh wow, this is awesome this is awesome but yeah no it's no it's it's, it's, one, it's such a good show it's one of those shows how it somehow never got ruined for me I don't know how because <laughs> I've gone yeah. on so many different threads and I always go on different like Reddit forums and all that like for different TV shows and greatest times of all time and somehow it's never ever got ruined for me. That would that would be a thing we could do some days. It would be tough to to truly rank your favorite shows, but The Wire is definitely my it's top five for sure. Like it, I, it's it's so good. See, I have my top five in my head already. I don't, I can't go beyond that quite yet. But like the top five, I have, I have narrowed down. And the thing about the wire too is they got it got out before. You know how they say this this is turning into a wire podcast. But you know how they say like you know a lot of shows will have like four or five good years, and then they try to like tack on like six season six seven, and yeah. and that's when it goes to. The wire it didn't. It's 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 so good. But anyway, today we'll be discussing a goofy movie. All right. In the back of the DVD cover reads, This rock and rollin' modern day story finds the lovable Goofy bonding with his teenage son Max on a cross country road trip. But en route to the old fishing hole, they find themselves up to their floppy ears in misadventure. Will Max learn there's nothing wrong with taking after dear old dad, even if he is a little goofy? The question is answered in the show-stopping finale when Max and Goofy crash the stage at the Wildest Rock concert ever. Filled with action-packed comedy, narrow escapes, even a dangerously close encounter with Bigfoot, Disney's critically acclaimed hit comedy is a delightful adventure your family will love taking again and again. We mentioned it last week, our last podcast, um, that this is the 25th anniversary 
uh, in March, I think it was. And the next few films all had a 25th anniversary, kind of back to back to back, which was pretty cool. But this movie is something I grew up with personally, and I kind of related to it. Watching it now, I still enjoy it. Um, and it got a sequel, which won director video, I believe, um, called An Extremely Goofy Movie. But what makes this fi- these, these films so interesting is whatever for whatever reason, you can't buy these Blu-rays in stores or on websites. You can only get them through the Disney Movie Club, which requires like the membership. I did not. I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, so you can't like go to a Best Buy and buy a Goofy Movie or some Goofy Movie on Blu-ray. You have to go through them. And like I say, it's like to do that, you have to make a commitment to buying other films through them. And it's a huge process. So if right. you're a Disney fan, it's not worth it. But Although I will say I'm uh, earmuffs Disney. I use my friend's Disney thing to, to watch this. And I was surprised at how much stuff is on the Disney Plus mm-hmm. app. So if you're a movie person, you... I mean, it's not a crazy. There's a lot of stuff on there. It's it's good. So yeah, no Disney Plus is awesome. I I'm like an old soul. I still like my physical media. I still buy my Blu-rays and <laughs> I'm all right. shelved. But Disney Plus is an awesome, awesome uh, membership if you are into Disney films. They have everything, even ranging from um, like Disney's Doug, which was never released before. They have a bunch of cool stuff that they have like Boy Meets World. I saw Boy Meets World was on there. I was like. That that alone, I was like, oh man. Yeah, they have like it's a, a bunch a bunch of throwbacks. Gargoyles is on there, the Mighty Ducks anime series. So it's like a really yep. cool way to experience some of these older shows. Um, so this movie came out in '95, April 7th, the same week as Bad Boys One, which we actually reviewed. And, and we was, didn't. Yeah, just coincidence. What's and it's also funny because these movies had the back to back spots that week. Bad Boys was number one, but this was number two. Yep. It made uh, 35 million in the box office. I don't know what the budget was, um, but it was pretty successful for Disney at that time. And the movies that came out that we, we already discussed in the Pet Boys uh, podcast, with the movies that came out in 95, but there were a lot of good ones. The movies that came out that year, uh, highest grossing wise, was Die Hard with a Vengeance, Toy Story, Apollo 13, GoldenEye, Pocahontas, Batman Forever, Seven, Casper, Waterworld, and Jumanji. So it's funny how lots of I know Wild World talk about production mess, but it's funny how with all these such so many high grossing films that year and Bad Boys and Goofy Movie, well not not surprising but Goofy Movie, but how they didn't make the top ten. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty uh, pretty competitive pretty competitive year for the most part. Yeah, it was a good year. So what's so you you have more of a tie to this growing up? What's your first memory of a Goofy movie? It's the soundtrack, 100%. I had the CD growing up. I played the CD all the time. Um, when the record was released, on uh, I picked that up, and I still listen to it in 2020 as an adult every so often. So it's always in the soundtrack, and it's funny. Going into this for the first time, and I don't know when the last time I saw it was, I still know the lyrics to stand out and eye to eye. So, Yep. Yep. My first memory of this movie was uh, – last week when in protest of the boondock saints episode you said pretty much i'll do boondock saints if we do a goofy movie after that so i was like okay no but i i, I mean i remembered this movie kind of because i remember goofy as a character but i had never seen this movie until recently because i was i was 10 years old when this came out so a little bit past the the goofy year goofy movie years of my life but 
Eric was a bro growing up. He's he was the bro. <laughs> he was he was. <laughs> no, like I still the the the. I, well, we'll talk about it. But this movie is I don't I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But so if you haven't seen the the movie, I'm gonna go through kind of the the gist of it really quickly. So Goofy, which this actually this part blew my mind. I didn't know. I thought that the I would have assumed from the title that a Goofy movie was about Goofy, the Disney character, Goofy, but it's really not. So Goofy is a single father of teenage son Max Goof, and that's who this movie's about. Although the two have a tense relationship, on the last day of school before summer vacation, Max and his best friends, PJ and Bobby Zimarewski, hijack the auditorium in the middle of Principal Mazur's speech, creating a small concert where Max performs while dressed as a pop singer power line, which Joe, Joe's got the, I, or you, can't, I, you guys I, can't see it. But. I know. I'm, I might take a picture of it. I'll post it on the Instagram, maybe. I'm yeah. wearing my uh, power line tour shirt. All right. right, that's that's awesome. that's embarrassing. So I, I also have some, I also you know what I also have some boxes I am not wearing right now, but I do own. So. Oh, God. oh God! So the performance makes mask uh, makes mask Max a school celebrity and impressing and impresses his love interest Roxanne, but he PJ and Bobby are sent to the principal's office. Right, it's so waiting. funny. I'll say it's so funny too. During this whole thing, he starts off as like this loser. He's stumbling down like the bleachers and like you know making a fool of himself. But then this one, this one stunt he pulls makes him like the coolest kid on campus. <laughs> That's high school, though. It's, it is. It's high school in a nutshell. It's high school. So, <laughs> so they get sent to the principal office, and while waiting outside the office, Roxanne speaks with Max and agrees to go with him to a party where Powerline's concert will be viewed live on television. However, the principal calls Goofy, so again, Dad, Max's father calls Max's father and forewarns him that Max's behavior may result in him facing capital punishment. So that was my first, like, I was like, this is a kid's movie. This is kind of weird because he says he's going to go to jail. But uh, he, did, Bolivia's... He, did, he, did, he did bust through a uh, pretty expensive screen, it looks like, in the beginning there. So. That's true. <laughs> uh, oblivious to Max's father's, to Max's plans with Roxanne, Goofy decides to take Max on a fishing trip to Lake Destiny, uh, Idaho. Following a cross-country route, he and Max, he and his father took years ago. Before they leave him, Max manages to stop by Roxanne's house to call off their date. But when the heartbroken Roxanne mentions going with someone else, Max, I mean, Roxanne, you will, you know, I'll keep my mouth shut, but Max <laughs> panics and instead fabricates a story about his father knowing Powerline, telling her he will be on stage at the concert. That's Despite, a bad lie. <laughs> That's yeah. a bad lie. See, I thought that too, but then I was like, well, yeah, saying saying he should have just stopped it and said, I'm going to the concert. Like if, if I said, oh, I'm going to the Celtics game and you were like, oh, look for you on TV. If you said you didn't see me, I'd be like, oh, it's the camera just didn't go on me. Right. Singing and going on stage, it's like, you know, you're really digging yourself into a hole right there. Sorry, Max. Right. So despite his son's objections, Goofy plans his own trip with initially disastrous results. Max hurts his father's feelings after Goofy inadvertently humiliates Max at an opossum-based theme park. Later, Pete and PJ happen to meet up with them. So it's Max's friend and Max's friend's father. And one thing about uh, the whole Goofy series as well is there's always been, I'm not sure if you're what you are with Goofy and like Disney. Not at all. So Pete and Goofy have always had this sort of like conflict with each other. So Pete's okay. always kind of like, just like how he acts there, he's always kind of yeah, like... he's a jerk. He's a, he is. And he's always like the superior figure. Or he tries to be the superior figure to Goofy and his son. Um, Pete's always like the bad guy in the series, uh, 
Goof Troop, and then this movie, and then okay. all the other goofy standalone episodes. Okay, so uh, they end up camping pretty much next to each other, and while PJ uh, informs Max of how all their peers back home anticipate seeing him on stage. So Max thought that he just said that to Roxanne and he could just kind of keep it between them, but she told the whole world. Um, Pete advises Goofy to keep Max under control. So the, uh, the other dad says, like, you need to cr- like lock down on this kid. Goofy takes his son fishing and shows him the perfect cast fishing technique, accidentally luring Bigfoot to their camp. If I haven't lost yet. Pete and PJ flee, leaving Goofy and Max to spend the night with Bigfoot. At night, while Goofy sleeps, Max alters the map's route uh, to Los Angeles, where the concert is taking place. The next morning, Goofy decides to make Max the navigator of the trip. Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, he's trying to so repair the relationship. Right, and the whole thing is, I don't know if you, I think we touched upon it briefly. I don't know if we did it before this or during this episode, but the map <laughs> was drawn on there from Goofy's father. So it's been right. passed down uh, from goof to goof as they say in the movie so this is like a this is like a kind of like a traditional trail that they kind of follow right the fact that max is about to change the map route it's kind of scummy since it's been, the, it's been forever but there's one of the things uh so i'm 34 so right when i started driving you well we didn't have like printed out well we did have them but we didn't use them but we you would just go to like Google maps and print out your directions. And whenever we had that, like my dad and your dad were like, Oh, when I was a kid, we had to just use road maps and this Google maps thing seems so easy. And now you're like, if I had to use Google maps, because if Google maps, if one thing was wrong or you missed a turn, it was like, game so, over. <laughs> yeah. So using a roadmap to go across the country, is, is impressive. Uh, uh, Goofy decides to make Max navigate the trip. The two go to different locations that both that satisfy both of them. Eventually, they stop at a motel where they meet Pete and PJ again. When Pete overhears a conversation between the boys, he tells Goofy that Max has tricked him into a traveling to Los Angeles. Yeah, and Pete the entire time is always looking to even from like so they will, the, Goofy and Pete work in a photo. They take pictures of kids yep. and. Um, that sounds always, wicked creepy. I know. It's like like those old like mall, you know, like you walk into a mall, yeah, yeah. like you know, you would walk into pay money for whatever. <laughs> but Pete is kind of always trying to get under <clears throat> Goofy's skin by either down talking his son and kind of like praising his and how he treats raises his kids. So when Pete hears this, it's like his chance to again rat out his son and show that his advice to Goofy was the best advice. I have a friend like that who like he could buy a 2020, you know, whatever the coolest car is, you know, whatever your favorite is. And he'll, for the day, he'll, he'll be like, oh, this is, I have the best car and whatever. And then the next day, if I buy one, and so say he had, or like a month later, if I buy the same thing, but it has like fewer miles on it, it drives him crazy. He's just so obsessed. He's so obsessed with keeping up with the Joneses and, and, and being, having the nicest everything. I'm like, you're such an idiot. It's ruined his life. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, the, the next day, Goofy and Max come to a junction, one leading to Idaho, the other to California. Max chooses the route to California, and Goofy was testing him at that point. Goofy, because yeah. Goofy knew, and he's like, you know, make the call, tell me which way to go. And and it's a shame uh, too because they're already like on a good terms before this. So like they were, yeah. Max kind of like took it a step further and he raised the map. But he, the next thing was he was getting. It was to, a passing of the torch. Passing of the torch, right? Yeah. 
to kind of like lead the way. So he raised the map, but it doesn't matter because he's already going to lead the way to the to LA anyways at this point. Right, right. So uh, he he chooses the the California route, and that makes Goofy stop the car at the Grand Canyon and storm off in anger. With the brake loose, the car drives off on its own. Goofy and Max chase after it and end up in a river. After a heated argument, Goofy solemnly declares that no matter how old Max will get, he will always be a son, and the two finally reconcile with each other. After learning of Max's promise to Roxanne, Goofy decides to take him to the concert in L.A. The two nearly plummet to their deaths down a waterfall, but Max saves Goofy using the perfect cast technique. And the other, the, the whole, one of the things that jumped out in this movie to me was how Goofy, so dad, was clearly intoxicated while driving through this entire movie. Goofy's the worst driver. He's a caring idiot. <laughs> but he shouldn't he shouldn't be driving. So <laughs> probably Goofy Goofy and Max make it to the concert and while attempting to sneak backstage, they end up on stage and dance with Powerline, watched by PJ by Pete, PJ and Roxanne on separate televisions. Goofy and Max later return to Roxanne's house in their damaged car. Max tells the truth to Roxanne, though she accepts it and admits she was all, she always had feel, feelings for him. Ever since the first time she heard him laugh, and then Max does like the uh, uh, goofy laugh. Uh, thus, a relationship starts between them. Goofy's car suddenly explodes because of the damage it has sustained, ejecting Goofy in the process, who then falls through the porch roof of Roxanne's house, and Max proceeds to introduce him to Roxanne. So I do love the scene when Max gets the goofy laugh. I love that. Yeah, yep. it's a nice little touch. Yeah, because it's like he is his son's father. But right. I, I don't I this movie, man, Roxanne, what a what a I don't want to say bad words, but she's 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 what she, he he can't make one thing and then she's like, fine, I'll just go with some other guy. And then <laughs> and then she's only into him because he got on stage with Powerline. Like I know. She's uh she's not my favorite. But so and it yeah, but so Good news or bad news? Your call. You can do. Um, let's start with the bad news. Um, okay. So, least favorite cast member. Who's your least favorite cast member? Oh, Pete's an asshole. Pete. Okay. Pete. That's he's always, I, Pete. He's, the other characters, at least, like you know, I. Pete's always have that. He's had that attitude, so it's like he's kind of like the obvious villain. But like he's just he's just an annoying character. Yeah, he was. A, he reminds me of. I will say this because I don't. He reminds me of someone. Uh, an uncle of someone I know that like, like a lot. So, um, my least favorite character, not knowing the whole Pete and goofy backstory was the weird Polly Shore played Bobby Zim- Zimarewski. He's, he wasn't even credited for that either. Polly Shore. That was like an uncredited role for him. But so I don't get why they're trying to, of all the people you're, you're trying to clearly rip off for a kid's movie. How do you end up on Pauly Shore? I know. Wasn't he like big during the nineties? Like I, I can't remember. It's like <laughs> yeah, he was big, but he was big for like the dumbest things. Yeah, he was like a stoner big. Like you know what I mean? It was it was it was just it was just strange. So he was my least favorite cast member. He just annoyed me. I don't like Pauly Shore, so that's probably why I every time it's, I saw him, it's a pretty gross character. I I thought she's in a can was gross back then. I still think it's pretty gross now. So right. Right. So, and then something other than a cast member that you change if possible. I have a good one for this, but you go first. My least favorite thing about this film is the strong start with um, Stand Out, the song, and then it just slows down a little bit. Yeah. It's such a, like, it's always, I always watch it 
and I'm always like, after that awesome opening, I always like, you know, pull back after the song ends, but then it gets good again. I get interested again, but it takes a few moments. Yep. But for such a strong song and such a strong start, it's hard to kind of get like, you know, that, that momentum going again. Yeah, no, that's I agree with that because you you kind of get out of that like it, it's really it's almost a musical almost I mean yeah and you kind of get out of that zone because it's you're like oh it's you, it starts you off and you're like oh it's gonna be a musical and then you forget about it yeah. for a while so my favorite my least favorite thing other than an individual cast member the thing that I would change is I would speaking as an adult seeing this movie for the first time. I think they should have tried to get more recognizable voices that make it enjoyable for an adult. Like when that's like, you know, when you, when you take your kids to go see whatever a Disney movie, you, your kids liking it because it's uh, the Lion King, but you hear James Earl Jones or you hear, you know, whatever. And that could have gotten me through it a little bit better. Like one of the things that I did enjoy about this movie was Jason Marsden, because if you, if you are a kid around my age, that guy is, he's been in every sitcom of my childhood. So the, the minute I heard his voice, I was like, Oh, it's the guy from, you know, boy meets world and step by step and, and all that stuff. So I would have put more in as much as I like Marsden, I would have put more, and higher profile actors. I know it's not that easy. You got to you got to get them, but that would have made it better for adults. So yeah, so some some actors I can see like some of the characters they could have I could see like you know kind of getting that um, parent interest going. Bill Farmer is kind of replaceable as Goofy. He's been doing it forever, but right. like other characters I can feel like you know like <clears throat> said kind of get like actors bigger than Polly Shore. <laughs> right, and they had um they had a uh, what's that guy's name? He's the principal in Clueless or the teacher in Clueless. Wallace something. Yeah. He was like, the prince. He was the principal in this. I can't remember his name, I, but I want to say uh, Wallace Sean. Yeah, I or think Sean. that might. Yeah, yeah, Wallace Sean, you're right. Wallace Sean. Yep, you're right. Yeah. So he 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 was good. Like, and he has one of those voices where the minute you hear, it, you're like, oh, it's that guy. From, and again, too, he didn't get a lot of scenes either. But. Right, right. So, that that would be my thing. And then, uh, so good news favorite cast member who's your favorite cast member my favorite character is max when i watched this movie growing up he was the most relatable not to the point where he's messing up the teacher's assembly and crashing through tv screens but to the point where he's trying to find himself so he mentions in the movie that it's like his first roxanne is gonna be his first date and he's just trying to kind of find his way and grow up to be his own person at the time and that's the thing I like the most about it is his growth. He realizes that it's okay to be like his dad in the end. And I like the journey it takes to get him to realize that. Yeah. So I think Max, even the voice actor for Max, I thought was really good. Yeah, that's Marsden. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, that's He's my favorite character too, although I, I had a lot of things that I was mad at him for. But I, I really just, like I said, because when I hear that guy's voice, I think of Boy Meets World, Step by Step, Hocus Pocus. He's the cat in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I know so, that actually. Um, but I will say, though, was, with that's my favorite character in the movie, but I don't think that was the star of the movie. So I think the star of the movie was Tevin Campbell, who actually performs the two uh, anthems in the beginning and end par, um, from Powerline, uh, pa, Standout, and Eye to Eye. So I yep. think Tevin Campbell, honestly, saves this film and makes it kind of like relevant still. Yeah, and that's my favorite thing, other than a cast member, is, is definitely the soundtrack and whatever. I think, I think it's... 
I think you could include cast members, directors, everything. It's it's the best part of the movie. It's, yeah. it's by far. So, yeah. Um, I know we, we're we're on the same page there. Fa- what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is the. <laughs> it's such a, so it's so like you know, predictable. But like I love the eye to eye scene at the end when yep. Max and Goofy are performing together on stage. It's just like kind of like it's rewarding it's a really cool finish the film if the if the beginning standout scene went longer that might be my favorite but i just like how it's again like the bonding like the overall bonding between the two of them and they're all together on stage and the song's awesome my favorite scene is uh when kind of like when the road trip first starts and max and goofy are battling over the radio because i've had that so many times with my dad we we would so we have a house in, in Canada. It's like six hours to go up there. And that's every trip up to Canada. I remember like my dad wants to listen to this. So it would be like, all right, we'll listen to your music for a little bit. And then I would want to listen to my music for a little bit. And then um, Max is every kid. He's like a selfish, unappreciative little, little crap. So um, except for the fact that Goofy was again, almost certainly drunk driving and he hit and killed like a hundred people. Other and, than that, and that was, it. and he wasn't like going on the trip without asking his son. It's also not the greatest movie either. I feel. Like. What's that? <laughs> oh, like, planning a trip? Just like yeah, planning a, a couple week trip without like your son being informed. Not the greatest Dude, move. <laughs> that was so relatable to me because when I was, it's funny because, it, and I can say it because it's my now wife. But when I was a freshman in high school, or no, a sophomore in high school during the summer. So I think it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year. Uh my wife's best friend was having a party and I wanted to go. And like, I found out about it. My dad had planned this trip to Canada, you know, months in advance, but I found out about it and I wanted to just all of a sudden bail on going to Canada. My dad's like, uh, no. And I was so mad. Cause I was like, I was going to go to the party and I had a crush on my now wife and stuff. And then my dad ruined it. And then I was, I was like, Max, like I said, it's just a selfish, unappreciative little, jerk but so yeah no that's i agree so we both love the soundtrack yes what's your favorite song i don't know the song i know i know heard so, them but i don't know. i i think uh eye to eye is my favorite but i love standout and i do okay. have to say the uh score was put out by carter burrell and don davis i don't know if they wrote the music or not but tevin campbell performed it and man i don't know what happened to Tevin campbell but he was so good. I really wish Disney worked more with him. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, Ida I understand that. Ida I is my favorite song off the soundtrack. Okay. Fair enough. So we're at the end. You, who, who do you want to go first? So, you know, the, we have the, I'll give the, I'll give the, the scoring system. So we rate everything on a scale of one to five. One, would you mind paying a late fee to keep this movie? So one's a, a no. You're going to return the movie that day. You, you know, maybe not even finish it. And then five is you don't you'll pay late fees. You might even buy it from the, the store. What is your rating, Joe? All right, Eric, I just want to say before I give my rating, if you give this movie a lower in the boondock saints, I'm done. I quit. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> I think this movie is a solid three. It's okay. Uh, that's fair. It's, I want. I review this based off nostalgia. Like, <clears throat> I if watching it now, obviously, you know, it's it's not something I would probably watch over and over again. But I think 
Well, you can, you can, yeah, okay, yeah, that no, that's fair. So like, it's not the greatest film, and like, you know, it's it is a good, you know, every once in a while, I, I'll pop it in. It's maybe a background sound like you did with like you were talking about earlier, and it's it's held up like it, the core story, the father and son storyline is really nice, and like it's kind of told in a goofy way, you know, so to speak, yep. and. It's just kind of like relatable in that sense to a younger audience. I feel like watching oh, it I'm now. I'm so happy. Watching it I now. I thought you were going to give it a five or something. And I was going <laughs> to be like, oh, God, Joe. No, I love this movie. I love it, love it, love it. But it's obviously like, you know, I, I don't know if I could recommend it to other people to like, you know, go out and watch it now. Right. Um, no, that's fair. That's but, a totally fair score. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> if you give it, if, I'm kind of nervous what you're going to give it now. So. <laughs> all right. So to be fair to me, I was never into the Goofy TV show or the character of Goofy, and I was a little too old, like we said earlier, to care for this movie when it came out. So that said, I tried to think of how much I would enjoy it if I was forced to watch it with like my nephew or my niece or something like that. And I liked, like we said, I liked some of the soundtrack, but there were just too many characters that annoyed me, probably because I'm almost 35, uh, to get into it. And the my honest like question is i thought the positive thing about the film which was a kid realizing he takes his father for granted was good was was very good but it wouldn't make sense to the target audience of it you know what i mean so i don't have any good memories to boost the score for me so for me it's a 2.5 okay would you get blue dog saying it's 2 Two, yeah. All right, good. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, it, it beat Boondock Saints because, like I said, I tried to watch it like I thought of my nephew trying to just watch it with my nephew. And there are some kids' movies like he puts some stuff on. I mean, I've never watched a movie with him, but he puts some stuff on his phone, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not your father. I don't have to watch this for any longer than ten minutes. This was I, not that. I still like the little details to the movie. Like I like the hate hey, hi dad soup scene when he spells out hi yeah, dad. Yeah, like, yeah. There are some like there are some really like nice scenes in this movie. Like. See, but that's my thing. I get that and I like that, but I I feel I don't know. I, I feel like you have to be a certain age to appreciate that. Yeah, watching you know? it now for your first time is a little might be a little hard for sure. No no no, I but I mean you have to be old enough because if you show that an uh, an eight year old kid is gonna watch this and think that Max is right about everything, and then and an 18 year old even is going to watch it and be like, what a, what a little jerk that Max is. So it's, it, the good thing about the movie is, is that like the, you know, he, him realizing he's close with the, his dad's a great guy. Um, but yeah, no, that's. Oh yeah. That's I, see, I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's 2.5 for me. I, I could, I could get through it. And Oh, I also, I loved an hour and 20 minutes. That's that's a nice yeah. That's, I wish if this was, nice was an hour forty five, I would have lost my mind. Right, and that's the thing too. And like, I love how right after they decide to go on stage to like you know crash the show, basically, that's the next scene. It literally happens. The next scene, they're like at yeah, the concert no, in L.A. Right. right, right. No, for sure. I yeah, no, I, I love that. So, so that's it. I I I've, I don't know if I've said it three times, but this beer is closing comments this beer is amazing i highly recommend i know it's available in most of new england but cloud candy ipa from mighty squirrel i know that's a weird brewing name but brewery name but it's so so good so um and like we've said in the past couple episodes buy that buy go to your local brewery or or your and then pick it up from 
uh, like a small packy or sorry if you guys aren't from Massachusetts, a small liquor store or whatever. I don't even know um, what that meant. And I am from Massachusetts. <laughs> package store? You don't know what packy is? I've never heard of packy, no. Really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, wherever you can buy like a, a family owned place, it, it really is scary what's going on. So try to buy your, if you buy takeout, try to get it from a place like that and whatever, but you guys have heard it all before. Yeah, definitely. So support the local next, businesses. Right. So follow us on Instagram, uh, worth a late fee. Um, we also, I started an untapped profile. So that's for those of you that don't know, it's like a, a beer profile. So we're going to share stuff on there, but um, follow us on Instagram, send us some suggestions. We've already gotten two suggestions so far. We've done both of them. So uh, we love it. We're yeah. going to be back. Yeah, and now ahead. you can, uh, you can also, we were on uh, iTunes, but now we're also on Spotify. So that's you can right. find us on both Spotify and iTunes now. Yeah, we should be available most places, most if not all places that you listen to podcasts. So uh, we had to kind of iron out some wrinkles and stuff, but we're hoping that going forward we're good. Um, we're doing, what I said send us suggestions. The next few weeks we're going to be, or at least probably the next, at least a month, we're trying to do lighthearted movies. Like nothing, we don't want to do anything. Even if it's a great movie, if it's too serious or whatever, we don't want to do it because we just want positive vibes with everything that's going on. So next week actually it's probably gonna be this weekend so we're, we might yeah. be turning out episodes at a higher high we will definitely be turning out episodes at a higher rate over the next i don't know how long but um this weekend we're going to record another episode one of my favorite movies of all time maybe the movie that i quote more than any other movie it's definitely up there is tommy boy uh another another movie that just had an anniversary and unfortunately well we'll get into it in the episode but bad timing brian dennehy passed away uh this week and it was the i think the week before that it was the anniversary but i couldn't be more excited to, yeah, to no, watch I, this one i missed this movie in a few years so i'm definitely looking forward to watching it again right so we'll be back either this weekend or early next week it'll be it'll be posted and published um but thank you guys so much joe thank you for being honest with your score and not giving it a 5.5 glad you appreciate the score right yeah yeah and i think i was fair too so th thank you guys as a thank you for listening and we'll be back soon thanks again guys